This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This segment of the USCC Expo Experience on Cannabis Radio is brought to you by Timeless Vapes. Welcome to the Timeless Experience. Check out our online store and learn where you can taste the terps by going to timelessvapes.com. Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the USCC Expo Experience. Featuring one-on-one interviews with speakers, exhibitors, and attendees from the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. And now, the USCC Expo Experience, only on CannabisRadio.com. This is Brasco with CannabisRadio.com, reporting on location for the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo in Phoenix, Arizona, our second show of the year, with a great turnout this year for the show. And joining us is one of our regular contributors on the breakout sessions that we have featured here at the show when it comes to digital marketing. I'm joined by the digital media buyer and founder of Buoyancy Digital, Scott Rabinowitz. Scott, welcome to Cannabis Radio. Thank you, Jorge. Greatly appreciated, and it's happy to be back. I didn't think I'd wind up seeing two United States um, cannabis conferences within the same two months, and it's the best decision I've made all year. Yeah, it was uh, really been uh, just to get this together, because on top of it, just for the planning and putting it together and just getting to get the show out here, this time of year is also very exceptional. I mean, it's also a good time to come on down. The weather's been great. Yes. And all the events have been very good. So it, people really put a good, a good work together on this. So we are definitely, we've known each other for a long time in radio and podcasting in the 13 years I've been doing this in, on the industry mm-hmm. for various industries. Yes. And your claim to fame is that you have managed over 100 million dollars in digital advertising spent by age restricted brands over 20 years your digital advertising agency is full service exclusively focused on age restricted markets including cannabis so today you wanted to talk about a couple things and first off you want to talk about setting a complete digital marketing strategy beyond social media why is it so important that for those that don't feel like they need to make the spend for brick and mortar or for any other traditional advertising. Why is it that uh, you feel like when you speak to a client to make sure they do the full gamut? 
Uh, uh, well, Jorge, quite bluntly, um, and pardon the, the pun, which, of course, this industry between organic and bluntly and holistic and growth, it seems <laughs> like there's so many uh, agricultural terms that relate to business and the agricultural side totally. of all of this. Yeah. But, but in all truth, though, it, it actually doesn't matter what market sector that you're in. It, it, in this day and age, in both a digital era as well as a consumer-first era, mm-hmm. Um, choice of venue is no different than choice of product. Um, the user wants a particular product, but they also want a particular experience. So if I'm not a fan of engaging with your favorite followers or your favorite influencers on a particular social platform, if you focused all of your energies as a brand on social media, the, the simple question is really, what about all of the rest of the internet? As big as Instagram is, as big as Facebook is, there are folks in every demographic, every demographic, even if Instagram is dominant for young millennial, um, the millennials are still performing searches on major search engines and are still reading content and articles on news sites and information sites and, in effect, truly the rest of the Internet. And this applies to all demographics. On top of it, of course, we have entire sets of um, the world's population that are not at all a fan of the social media platforms because they may find them overcomplicated or that's for my kids. I, right, my own right. grandmother said, oh, I'm not going to mess with that. That's, that's for you all. That's, that's not my thing. If I need to read something, I'm going to go to my favorite newspaper's website or I'm going to search it on Google or Yahoo or Bing or whatever the case happens to be. So in the spirit of thoroughness, our, our point to clients and brands in general in this industry that are starting to put their marketing plans together or expand them you owe it to yourself, your stakeholders, your partners, and everybody involved in seeing the brand's success to be as comprehensive and thorough as possible. <clears throat> this is just a, a straight-up interest in we want to see our clients distribute their financial risk. All eggs in one basket is dangerous. All right. Now, given the continuous evolution and state of, say, pay-per-click mm-hmm. or working with your Google or Bing for you know paid, paid ads mm-hmm. or... Uh, moving into, say, um, going into affiliate marketing sure. and offering, try to see if you can get anything through cost per measure, CPM or CPA, and just going those different routes and expanding out to that. Um, do you feel like companies are, the companies that you've talked to, do you feel, you feel that they have the hesitancy and how do you overcome that? There is hesitancy. Um, part of it is the... While this is not the first age-restricted industry, I would argue, even having worked with more than one, that the complexity of compliance is never-ending. And since compliance affects everything, um, to narrow this more specifically, you may operate a a CBD and accessory pure play internet site that's Mm -hmm. pure e-commerce. And uh, you basically feel you're in the clear because you got your Shopify account and PayPal approved you and everything else and you're good to go. But then you come to find out that even at the CBD level, there's still considerations state to state, um, even down to what the messaging for the advertising is. Um, while admittedly this pertains more to the pure cannabis products and the dispensaries and the like, nonetheless, when people take the time to read, use, we'll use California as a drastic sure, example. Sure. There's a subset of the California licensee regulations that state that you, you as the license holder, are responsible for every touch point that reaches the public. So in simpler terms for folks, if you have 10,000 
text links running around from influencers and social followers and the like um, and programmatic or automated banner ads regardless of who placed them and where they were placed you as the brand holder and the license holder in the state of california is responsible for the content of every single ad how it was delivered and where it was delivered meaning one ad could literally make you lose your license if it was mishandled terrifying we are with scott rabinowitz the digital media buyer and founder of buoyancy buoyancy digital now um let's talk about the diversity of the advertising market because really what's the lay of the land that uh, you found more success with than others? I mean, is, do you feel like there's still a lot of print media or digital media that's out there, say journalists, uh, bloggers, websites, uh, magazines? Um, are there any other areas that you feel like you've been more, you felt, you felt more uh, impact with than others? Quality can be found everywhere, to be okay. truthful. Um, I'm not a fan of hoping to find the magic bullet because it's failed me before many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. I've had times where I had a client that one traffic source was killing it, and so we focused all the energy there. Mm-hmm. And, and like all things, everything has a life cycle, and it dried up, and literally keeping the lights on for that company were in jeopardy because the thing that was making them wealth suddenly wasn't even allowing them to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so diversifying is huge and the biggest myth I'd love to dispel for your audience is there is this glowing burning perception that there's just no or at the very least not enough digital media that you can that basically online advertising is in effect off limits to cannabis brands right it is a myth it is it is strict there are people that will say no but there are display ad networks such as traffic routes mantis ad network and a few of the others that are pure play focused exclusively on bringing cannabis-centric content sites and cannabis advertisers together. Right, right. But what I, would, what I would tell people, my favorite expression is, you need to be prepared, no different than your brother-in-law that may be selling men's suits and women's dresses, to dig under rocks looking for traffic sources. It could be anything from a blog to um, a pictorial site to an ad, an ad network may have a small cache of six sites that are really devoted to high-end couture, using that example. Yeah. But the point being is it may take you twice as much time to actually sift through the vendor possibilities, and that is realistic, and that's not going to change anytime soon. And you've got to be asking better questions of those vendors to know, because they want your money, of course, right? They're ad vendors. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're there. But what I've been finding is that there there have been media vendors that are saying yes first and ask questions later where okay. they'll accept, they want the cannabis business, they'll accept, the, the, the network will accept the client's money, um, so, uh, do the paperwork, let's spend a couple thousand dollars making ads, but then 30% of the ad buy is fulfilled, 70% isn't because the publisher realized that most of their participating properties underneath wouldn't accept a cannabis ad. Or now, talk about the messaging, the branding that you're putting together for these ad campaigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this something where at least the still no stereotype is being pulled more away. I mean, are yes. there just certain things where you feel like you found more success with? Absolutely. Well, for example, in the whole sort of risk spectrum, so the dispensary operator is considered the highest risk from the standpoint of the okay. ad provider you, because they, as the lawyers are reminding us all the time, touch the plant, as the expression goes. Okay. Um, but even that said, it's how it's presented. Um, if you are seeking out new traffic and you're doing it independently, 
I wouldn't go to a media vendor and say, I'm in the marijuana business. Will you support my advertising? Right. That is an opening for them to just cut the conversation off before it right. starts. Right. Um, whereas you could make a, even for a dispensary, um, a powerful case, maybe not with Facebook. Facebook obviously is still, they, yeah. they are the most prohibitive. But one big, very big myth I'm happy to dispel, which is great news for about half of the industry that supports the retailers, is that the, um, the AdWords and the paid search environment will accommodate oh. certain elements of the industry. But this is, this is my pro tip of the day as it relates to if you're going to dip your, t- uh, your toe into the water of mm-hmm. seeing if you can get something cannabis-related live in Google AdWords. Yeah. Your ad material, the actual ad copy that will be read, needs to be as canna and leaf and green and obvious sort of um, cultural terminology as possible. Um, Basically, clean synonyms. It's kind of a double standard, but in short, if you're a business service provider, um, you actually have the capability of advertising against cannabis keywords but your ad copy can't actually state the obvious that that's really where your business lives. Exactly. With the, it, just to, to finish that out, in the mm-hmm. case of the display ad networks, which is really where the largest quantity of traffic is available, inclusive of four dispensaries in market, be sure when you are making your case and actually asking a vendor, uh, will you accept my ads, give them, an, give them samples of what your creative look like, show them your landing page up front. Don't ask question first and then hope that they'll be okay with what you have. Make your case by literally showing them that you and your team have actually played by the book all the way through and that you're not actually looking to sell to Shaggy and Scooby for the rest of your life. You're actually (laughs) looking for the broader population. (laughs) (laughs) Funny you say that. Uh, Now, one last uh, question for Scott Rubino was people want to see results. Yes. So attribution and tracking is very important. Uh, Talk to me how extensive the, uh, the information is provided to them and does it usually stand out better than what they expect? I mean, are they pretty happy with it? Absolutely, yes. Um, attribution is absolutely king. That is thankfully no different for cannabis than it is any other sector right. that, that might be operating. Mm-hmm. But I am seeing fewer folks at this point because there's still a transition of acceptance that digital is really going to well, be robust you need people for people that are actually kind of more sound into the marketing space so that they understand or you know and that's another question that comes into play is the fact of the matter is who you have that might be in house of your company that might have a better understanding of marketing so they can better communicate as opposed to somebody that is just coming in they just got funding and they just were able to find their way in and they just don't have an idea it takes a village and yeah. More often, like, for example, our prototypical client, some people might think that we're getting clients that don't have in-house resources when that we're, in effect, filling in the blank, um, handling media buying and this, that, and the other. Our best relationships are actually with companies that have brilliant marketing teams, but where literally there's not enough time in the day, month, year, or decade to get everything done. Right. So divide and conquer. Um, if, for, and admittedly, this is a, a biased opinion, I'm making the humble confession, but <laughs> in the case of digital media, if you'd rather have your in-house marketing team executing yes. as opposed to vetting, 
then sometimes it may be handy to go outside of your own portfolio and draw in expertise that can actually empower your internal people to become heroes. Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to have different voices to kind of give the best consideration. So, Scott Rabinowitz, Buoyancy Digital, please tell people how they can find more about you. Um, by all means, uh, we can be found at buoyancydigital.com or feel free to connect with me directly, scott at bdllc.org or feel free to also find us um, connected to the U.S. Uh, Cannabis uh, Conference Expo website and via the NCIA member directory. All right. Well, Scott Rabinowitz, thanks again for joining us here on Cannabis Radio. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the USCC Expo Experience, only on CannabisRadio.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.